All right, welcome to the podcast. Uh, we're trying to go live here with episode 66 of Tuesdays with Perry. We are going to be talking about uh, Iowa caucuses and what has transpired since then. So let's see if this can't go without a hitch. We're going to try to get uh, Perry on the line right now. See if we can do that. Hey, Perry, uh, welcome to the first live episode of Tuesdays with Perry. This is episode 66, if you didn't know. Hopefully we won't have any hang-ups, but let's give it a shot. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, Rudy. It's a little chilly down here in the Sunshine State, but from what I gather, you like to switch places with me. Well, yeah, what is chilly exactly in Florida? Under 60. Oh, jeez. You must be, uh, you must have to put on a jacket or some pants or something. That's crazy. You know, the funny thing about that is I tell people all the time, I wear shorts year round and it has to be below 60 to get me out of them. Well, (laughs) God made it possible today. I'm wearing my, uh, heavy blue jeans and, uh, yep. I'm wearing an insulated windbreaker today. So that's all you need to know. Well, we're freezing up here in the Northeast. It's uh, it's in the 20s and getting down into the teens at night. Uh, let's get into the news. I haven't talked to you in a while. You're obviously aware of what happened in Iowa just uh, last week. Unprecedented, historic win by Donald Trump of over 30 points before your man DeSantis came in second. And Haley came in a, a third, a close third, but she said now it's only a two-person race in the Republican Party. <laughs> no, nobody knew what she was talking about. Let's just go. I'm, I'm glad to see she dropped out. It makes it easier now. <laughs> uh, I don't know if what's funnier, that that uh, snide remark or the one from uh, Joy, Joy Reid. Either way. Oh, well, it, it, yeah, it is white supremacy, obviously, when uh, people execute democracy. If there's a white population, it's white supremacy. Um, and there yeah, are... coming, coming, coming from a black woman who has culturally stolen a white woman's hairstyle. <laughs> right, blonde hair. Yeah, it is culturally, <laughs> it is culturally <laughs> appropriated. Uh, I just want to go over some of the headlines, and, and I'll just have you comment on the... Uh, On the caucuses and what has happened, these are just a few hours old within just today's headlines uh, from Fox News. DeSantis blasts Haley, Trump, Biden at New Hampshire Town Hall with one week ago to the New New Hampshire primary there. New Hampshire gets its turn after Trump's big win in Iowa puts pressure on Haley and DeSantis. Trump wins Iowa caucuses. DeSantis edges Haley for second. That was from two days ago from Reuters. We obviously just discussed that. Um, what we're dealing with here is apparently polls are showing Haley and Trump tied. I am predicting a Haley win. Um, unfortunately, with the help of the uh, New Hampshire crime family, political crime family, the Sununus, you might be a fan, but uh, they're never Trumpers there. Um, so what, what do you, what's your take on Iowa? What gave Trump the big win in Iowa? Was it white supremacy? 
uh, was it Chris, white Christian nationalism? And um, you can just feel free to go on from there, what you expect from New Hampshire and then on to South Carolina. And there's Las Vegas in there too, where apparently Trump is up by 90 points. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say to that, so I'm just going to leave that there. <laughs> but um, as far as, you know, these, ratcheting upward calls of racism and white supremacy. I think it has gotten to the point where people just tune that bullshit out. And and it, 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 it applies to no one. And most importantly, it is um, embraced by no one except the Kool-Aid drinkers, to which that's fine. That they're they're the fifteen to twenty five percent of the country that truly hates the country anyway, and and most of them are self hating white liberals. So I really don't care. Um, as far as Trump's thumping of both DeSantis and Haley, um, we knew it was coming. Um, there were no surprises there whatsoever. Uh, if I were to say there was one surprise that to me personally, it is that all the money and all the organization being fed into the Haley campaign has actually been able to work at, at um, reducing DeSantis ability to communicate. And um, to that effect, it's working. Um, it means nothing because although she's not a Trump hater, she's working for the Trump haters and she is going to very quickly find herself on the ash heap of political history because the Trump joggernaut is in full force and there's no stopping it. Um, just moments ago, I read on the Epic Times that the main um, Supreme Court has stayed the bullshit move made by the main uh, extremist secretary of state who uh, unilaterally ruled to remove Trump from the ballot in Maine and said, no, we're going to stay that order and we're going to wait until the United States Supreme Court rules. So there's a little bit of news for you. And um, as as far as um, where I think everything is going, it's going according to plan. I, I've said to you now for a year and a half, it's going to be Trump, DeSantis, 2024. And um, I think with what is going to happen with regard to the Sunu News, um, although I don't have animosity towards them, they're no longer a family that I admire from a political standpoint. They have they have uh, made it clear to conservatives like me and you, they are conservatives no more, that they are part of the elitist cabal and um, they're going to protect what they think is rightfully theirs. And that's fine. You want to make yourself my enemy. That's fine. I know how I can beat you. I have my champion and he's, he's running the tables already. So um, Chris, you could stay in, in your um, 
winter wonderland of a state, and Maine is a beautiful state. I'm sorry, he's New Hampshire. New Hampshire yeah. Beautiful state. Greatest state. Beautiful yep. state. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, you have no future in my party anymore. Right. And um, as far as uh, Nikki is concerned, um, what I expect to see happen, I think, is isn't uh, South Carolina part of uh, – uh, Super Tuesday now? I it believe is, they are. It is Super Tuesday. It is the state in Super Tuesday, yep. And so um, I think the, the whole purpose, and I, I, I believe you alluded to this in one of your shows last week, if I'm not mistaken. You know, the uh, cabal is out there uh, flexing their financial and organizational muscles, and they're they're going to do everything they can to deliver both New Hampshire, and later um, South Carolina, along with the other Super Tuesday states, to Nikki. It, she's going to win, without question. She should win by 20 points. She's not going to. Mm. But she, it, it, to call it a victory, she should win by 20 points in her own state right. uh, over Trump. It's not going to happen. No, the I don't even say, know. Yeah. And I... I I personally am not willing to say she will beat him outright. I think it's going to be very close. Yeah. Having said that, um, this is the reason why the the political numbskulls of this country are doing their damnedest to see to it they can deliver uh, New Hampshire so that they can supposedly knock out DeSantis and. I think that's what's going to happen. I think he's going to come in probably because he doesn't have the organization in New Hampshire. He's going to come in a distant third. He already knows he'll be a distant third in uh, South Carolina. So the question is, of the other Super Tuesday states, where can he come in uh, second? And at a certain point, and... Super Tuesday is not that far away. Uh, at a certain point, he has to say, I need to drop out. I need to make myself a viable candidate for VP. And I need, I need to move in that direction. Right. And whether it's going to be um, New Hampshire, which I hope it will be, or because nobody is going, you and I have said this all along, nobody's going to be Trump. I never ever dreamed it could be possible, nor would I want it to happen. I do want my governor to be VP because he would be the heir apparent. And, 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 and that's what I'm looking for. And so if he's smart, he'll drop out um, after New Hampshire. And if he isn't, he'll certainly drop out um, after Super Tuesday. Um, what do you think about him? I have floated the idea that he would endorse Nikki Haley. Um, if he's been given a lot of money, uh, his backers might say, you got to back Nikki Haley. What do you think of that? Well, I think it's a good theory. I don't think it's flawed, but I think you're wrong. And the reason why I think you're wrong on this is because if, you turn out to be right. He's not the man I've always thought he needed to be. And um, he will have no political future whatsoever in the state of Florida if he gives in to the evil forces 
of money and corruption. I'm not saying that he that he will take my advice, um, but I'm thinking he won't need to take my advice. I think it's one thing to take the money of the kings or the kingmakers. It's another thing to become their puppet. And either way, he loses Rudy. Right. If he if if he decides that he you know has to honor the wishes of his puppet masters, well then that's all he will be, and his political life is over. If he chooses to, I don't want to say thumb his nose at the kingmakers, but say to them, "Look, Nikki Haley is not the answer, and I I cannot in good conscience do." To the man who put me in the governor's chair, uh, governor's mansion in, in Florida, I cannot do to the man who who did that for me what you ask of me to do. And um, I expect him to be that man of honor and and step step up and say, no, I'm I'm throwing my support behind Trump because he's the man who saved the country once, and he's now that I'm no longer a viable candidate. He is now the only man who can save this country a second time and, and, and leave it there. Yeah. Uh, as many uh, Republicans have already done, uh, because don't forget that um, DeSantis has a bunch of endorsements behind him, some pretty critical like Thomas Massey um, and um, uh, what's the guy from, is it Biggs or no? Oh yeah. Andy, Andy Biggs. Right. And Roy, um, um, Chip, Chip Roy. Chip Roy, right. So he's got some pretty uh, big backers behind him. And so I'm hoping that, as you said, that he does that. I'm just a w- worried that money corrupts and that his um, his money people will tell him to back Haley. Um, also, I want to talk a little bit, of, since we're talking about endorsements, there was Ted Cruz that came out and endorsed Trump. Uh, Trump has got... Uh, quite a few endorsements. Um, uh, the senator from Missouri, uh, Josh Hawley, among others, I think Tom Cotton also, all the people that we would expect to be endorsing Trump. Uh, I'm sure Marjorie Taylor Greene is in there as well, um, and Lauren Boebert. Um, all the people we would expect, which is great. Um, I don't see, because I've been watching the polling for Trump, and he's over. He's 53% nationwide. That's just not Republicans. And this is what the mainstream media is trying to paint it as, that it's half Republicans support Trump. No, it's ha- more than half the country supports Trump. And with uh, a split race, you still have JFK Jr. in there. Uh, you still have Cornell West in there is going to siphon off some of the black vote. And surprisingly enough, Trump is picking up uh, more blacks every year. And this is my issue with Trump is, he did better in 2020 than he did in 2016, and for some reason he lost, which honk honk is the question, and now right. now he's even doing better than he did in 2020. Um, right. And no one's going to believe uh, that he loses um, the primary, <laughs> uh, and obviously uh, the general election, especially against Joe Biden, they're talking about uh, dark horses like Michael Obama and others, Gavin Newsom, what what's your take uh, long term into the general? But uh, what do you think is Mitch McConnell gonna endorse Donald Trump? What there's my worry is in the near term uh, we're gonna get 
uh, never Trumpers backing Nikki Haley, we're gonna go into a brokered convention, Trump might still get the nominee, but it's gonna cause divisiveness in the party. What does that spell uh, for the general? Well, there's a couple of things that worry me about the general. Brokered convention isn't one of them. In fact, I'm hoping for a brokered convention. I want to slit the throats of all these fucking turncoats like Mitch McConnell and Romney and all the other scumbags of our party that have turned their backs on what made our party the GOP. I want them out. And the best way to get them out is to beat them to smithereens inside the halls of our convention. So if they want to dance that two, that Texas two-step with us, right. bring it. Because we're going to wipe the floor with them. I'm telling you, we, even though the parties in general can, and especially the Democrats, right. can, um, through powers behind closed doors and smoke-filled rooms, work their, their evil ways to, to get their, their preferred candidate you know, to the promised land, it isn't easy to do at all in the Republic. Republican Party. And when you look at the fact that Trump currently has a plurality of votes across the country, if the election were held today, the people who are of the elite members of our party can't help but look at that and say, it's not our time. And I, and that that is something that I I brought up a, more than a year ago with you and, and your audience when I, I, I brought up about Ronald Reagan and how the political elites in our party, like the Rockefellers and the Fords, wanted to push Reagan aside and get their man, George Herbert Walker Bush, into the White House in 1980. And... That's when all the grassroots, and let me tell you something, not only did um, uh, Tip O'Neill famously state all politics are local. I mentioned to you on more than one of your shows, I have a dear friend of mine from Chicago whose uncle um, personally delivered the state of Illinois to Ronald Reagan in 1980. Okay, this woman has been invited to stand next to not one, but three presidents in my lifetime. This woman has also told me, and she proved it to me through local elections here in Florida that she and I both worked on, that all politics is local. Yes, money is the mother's milk of politics, no question. But if you don't have strong grassroots organization, you will lose, especially when you're a Republican. Right. And so they, they can read the tea leaves. They know where the country is. They know where the base of the party is. And they know this is not their time to try and circumvent the will of the people. I'm talking right. about just the Republican Party. Yep. Okay. Now, let's talk about the general election. That has me worried. I told you in 2020, I told you two years ago, and I'm telling you now. They are up to no good, and they are going to use something to be able to steal another election. I'm telling you, it's coming. Mm 
Disease it acts? could be <laughs> the next, you know, pandemic. It could be uh, a uh, EMP. It won't be an EMP, but something to the effect of an EMP created by one of the tens of thousands of um, terrorists. And I mean tens of thousands because right. we've already captured close to 100. And that's only what we've caught. Okay, they are coming over the border on a daily basis, and they have their marching orders. But it could also so, be a cyber attack, sure, like uh, leave the world behind type scenario. Of course. And, it, and, and so anything, anything it takes to throw the election. So I'm not going to rule out anything. World I've War, seen it happen. World War Three, because we're not too far away from that as well. Well, no, we're not. I mean, Pootie Poot already, I think last week, sent another ultimatum. So, you, you know, how many times does a leader like Vladimir Putin have to say, not only to Zelensky, but to Uncle Joe, hey, look, I'm growing tired of this. Right. One push of a button for me and it's done. Don't. Don't make me do this. He's said it enough times, Rudy. Yeah. Well, you know, okay. yeah, you're, you're preaching to the choir. I know my history. Right. Right. So that's what I'm worried about. I'm not worried about who my, my standard bearer is going to be at the convention right. on the closing day of, of the GOP convention. I know who it's going to be. It's going to be Donaldus Magnus. Yeah. But... That doesn't mean he's going to make it to the finish line right. if the evil forces have anything to say. Yeah, about. they're talking. There are already news stories about assassination. We have Joe Biden uh, sticking uh, his finger in the eye of the Iranians by getting involved in the proxy war in Yemen. Um, so Iran has already struck out, but they struck in the other direction. They attacked Pakistan. <laughs> Oh, I don't know what that. Oh my God! I don't know what that's all about. So you have a lot of talk going on about about what's happening, you know, globally, but also domestically. People talking about, you know, having news stories come out about. Oh, look at all! Just yesterday, I think it was the Daily Mail, talking about political assassinations, which have been happening uh, quite regularly, not just in pa places like Pakistan, but in Japan and other uh, areas, other countries. Um, it could come here. The good thing is Trump's a former president, so he does have Secret Service. So that makes me sleep a little bit better at night. Well, here's the thing. Um, as much as I am concerned about a potential assassination, I don't think it's going to happen. And the reason why I... It's one thing for it to happen after he takes the oath of office. Right. It's another thing to assassinate him just after or just before he gets the nomination. Right. If, if that were to happen, all eyes and all fingers would point to Joe Biden. Right. You let this happen. Right. Well, maybe it's, and, maybe it's and, Joe Biden that'll be assassinated before the election, and then they'd have to stop the election. I Well, no. I, I think... I think it's more than likely he will be the target. And the reason why is because he is such 
a weak candidate, he has no shot of winning this election. Excuse the pun. (laughs) He has no shot of winning this. Him, my worry would be that they would suspend the election and every time they slow things up or suspend things just like they stop vote counting all of a sudden the gremlins have a chance to get into the machine and and monkey with things i screw things I, around. I agree with you i agree with you but i'm telling you oh, this is a bold statement for me to make considering how far the country has drifted from its moorings but i'm telling you the country will not stand for that Right. There are there are fail safes within the Constitution to protect us against such malfeasance. If someone were to be killed before taking the nomination, receiving, I'm sorry, the nomination, or even after having been given the the nomination, that's the reason why you have a running mate. Yeah. And the running mate would then have to pick someone, and would have to be uh, done quickly. Okay, but keep in mind, let's just say the 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 unforeseeable, the 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 one thing we never want to see again, certainly in our lifetimes, is an assassination. But let's just say something dreadful were to happen to Uncle Joe and he just simply can no longer run for office. What would happen? Well, Kamala would be. Uh, made president of the United States. <laughs> Hear me out. Okay, she would be she would be um, appointed to the office of president. No. Again, this is this is w- where it, it would be interesting because we're now in an election year. If this were to happen either just before or just after the nominating pro- uh, um, process, she would be president. She would have the ticket. She would then appoint someone, and I could just see it now. It would be it would be the total black woman ticket, and 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 they would run. <laughs> no, it'd be a, a transgender paraplegic. Hey, probably. who are you to say what that person is? <laughs> transgender, <laughs> <You bigot? laughs> a Hispanic transgender paraplegic, <laughs> <laughs> and 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 so she would be running. But without, because in order for whoever she appoints to the position to be number two on the ticket, in order to be vice president, they have to be um, approved by the United States Senate. 
Right. And and so without that confirmation, now maybe maybe the Democrats because they control the Senate, they can just push it through within a matter of days. Right. But I'm just saying that's that's more plausible than the Democrats being stupid enough to try and take out Donaldus Magnus. Right. Now, if that were to happen, be interesting to see what direction the election actually goes but yeah I don't my th- biggest fear is is what we've already talked about yeah i don't think it, i think they just put it out there i don't think they're gonna hire a democratic assassin or they just try to make their base angry enough so some lunatic will go out there and take a shot um like they did with the the softball or, or baseball the congressional baseball game Correct. That guy. Correct. That guy wasn't organized by the DNC. He was just a, a lunatic who bought into what the D, DNC was saying, and that's what worries me the most. You know, too many Joy Reid listeners are going to go out there and think they're taking out Hitler. Um, that's, right. That's that's my worry. But the good thing about that is, is that those people aren't very, very well versed in in firearms or or any sort of weaponry or. Or like I said, killing is a hard thing to do, and and you know you might fantasize about it, but when you go down to do it, um, it doesn't always turn out the way you thought, especially if you've never done it before. Um, uh, you have anything parting words? I don't want to go too long since this is our first uh, live uh, cast here, our live stream. So I want to be able to see if I can close this out and make this this work. Any parting words? Any uh prognosticating uh, into the future here. Rudy. You think we're going to have um, Donald Trump as the nominee and Donald Trump as president, I suppose. Oh, there's no question. That's a foregone conclusion. It's a, it's a formality. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not concerned about that at all. I'm concerned about the general election being stolen from us yet again. That's what I'm worried about. Right. And I foresaw stuff like this happening Almost 30 years ago, and I, I'm going to bring up the name again, Dino Rossi, who ran for governor out. It was either Oregon, but I think it was Washington State. And they stole the election from him. They figured out a way to do it. And all they've done is perfected that art. And now they can do it for president. That's what I'm worried about. Right. And we have enough blue states that can throw the election. That's what I'm worried about. Right. So you think the cheat is on again? Oh, the cheat is it never went away. Yeah. They just try to make it better. That's right. all. Well, the thing is, they didn't get rid of the, the mail-in ballots. I thought it was just for COVID, and then all the Democratic states says, no, nah, we're keeping them. <laughs> right. So, so well, okay. So what is the rationale behind that? My, I always ask my listeners, why didn't we have mail-in ballots before? Obviously, because it invites fraud. Okay, so we had them for this unique circumstance of a pandemic. So the pandemic's over. How come you didn't get rid of them? Oh, because well, that, that's how we stay elected. <laughs> well, right. But let's not stop there. Let's go back to B.J. Clinton. Right. B.J. Clinton instituted the motor voter law. And the, and the Republicans stupidly, not foolishly, stupidly went along with this. Right. And why? Because you have illegal aliens who did not have but needed American driver's licenses for whatever state they were residing in. They had to have a driver's license for that state. 
So rather than issue them a special license for someone who is a non-resident alien living in whatever state they're living in, no different than what we do for the 16 to 20-year-olds so that they can't walk into a bar and get a drink. It is a completely different photograph than the one you see for an adult age 21 and up. All we had to do with Motor Voter, and that's all the Republicans had to say, fine, but it has to be a unique identification card to that of a non um, citizen living in that state. Right. But we never asked for that. Right. So they started there. Yeah. Now what do we have in, in cities like New York? You can vote and not be a citizen of this country. Right. And the argument they made, now keep in mind. Yeah, it's not, it fe- it's not federal. Yeah, sure. Well, who's going right. to make it that discernment? Right. Yeah. Right. That's my point. Yeah. So you could see how incrementally over the course of the last 30, 40 years, certainly 30 years, they have managed to do this to us. And that's what I mean by perfecting the art of stealing elections. They have been incredibly efficient at doing it. That's incrementally. (laughs) It's like the affordable care act. It it doesn't mean it's affordable care at all. It's like the democratic party. It has nothing to do with democracy. A matter of fact, they're anti-democratic. Right. Well, right. So you've got the, the, the uh, affordable care act that we, uh, posthumously assigned the name Obamacare to. And in addition to that, you have, what, what, what have we done with, with, with the budget? We, we called it the deficit re, uh, reduction, right? Yeah. And what did it do? The polar opposite raised, of what they told us. Yeah, it's it like did. a foreign surveillance act. Yeah, it's actually domestic right. surveillance. <laughs> right. Okay. It's so, like any, so, it's like anything they say or even anything they report on the news, if you just understand what the opposite is, then you will know the truth. Right. Well, well, it's like Al Gore said uh almost 30 years ago. Everything that up should be down and everything that's down should be up. And and so it's no different with with what's going on right now. That's why I'm saying What's gone on since 2020 is nothing new in my eyes. Right. These motherfuckers have been doing this for 30 years. Oh, yeah. And we haven't done, I'm talking about the GOP. We haven't done a damn thing about it. And so now here we are, and they're going to do something. We don't know what, but, you know, we can sense it just like we know the sun is going to rise tomorrow. Right. We just don't know what it is. And when we point all these things out, to people who are opposed to our way of thinking, they call us every name under the book because they know they can't defeat the argument that you and I make. Right. Well, some people it always said that the reason the Republicans didn't bring it up because they were engaged in in, in cheating as well, and the the Democrats probably had evidence of that. And if it's you know you're talking about the Uniparty, okay, show hey, me where, well, show me where. No, no, no. I'm I'm just I'm just saying. Right. I'm not, right. No, I I know you're but, just repeating what they said. Right. It's, My it's, argument it's, is it's extortion. stop telling me. Yeah. Stop telling me I'm a racist. Prove to me by my actions that right, I am. Right. And that's, this is why I can't stomach it anymore. Right. I've had enough. Right. 
and well, and this is what scares me about well this year's Trump yeah Trump is talking if Trump gets elected he's talking one day ballots paper one day voting paper ballots you either make it or you don't uh, obviously there's going to be some exception for absentee as there always was. Um, but the mail-in ballots got to go. That's what he said in his first speech in New Hampshire. Uh, I'm I'm all for that. And um, but we're gonna have to leave it there, Perry. It was a good conversation, and hopefully this went out without a, too many hang-ups. And we'll try this again live next week, Tuesdays with Perry, episode 67 next week. Uh, thanks for joining me, Perry. Thanks for having me, Rudy, and I look forward to it. I can't can't wait to find out the reviews. All right, we'll see you. Take care, buddy. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Well, there goes Perry. Uh, First live episode of Tuesdays with Perry, episode 66, where we talked about Trump and all the things that we're going to see in the next eight months or 10 months. So, well, it's about eight and a half months at this point. So we'll see what happens. Um, it's, it's, this is probably the most, everybody says this all the time, but I believe this is the most important American election in, in world history. So hopefully it goes off without a hitch. Hopefully Trump gets elected and we can try to right the ship as much as possible. Um, but we have to get these, we have to get mail-in ballots out of blue states. It's not. It doesn't benefit this whole racist thing about you got to let people vote all month for, for that helps black people. How? It doesn't. It, it's ridiculous. You can expand absentee balloting. I don't have a problem with that, but we have to get back to one day voting. Anyway, this is our first live uh, Tuesdays with Perry episode 66. We'll see you next week. Join me tomorrow for Thursday Thursdays episode of Tuesdays with, uh, excuse me, Tuesdays with Perry with Rudy's Revelation. Peace out.